We're back. Minds Like Minds podcast. I'm your host, R.L. Melpika. And I'm the co-host, Chef Definition. And uh, today, got a very special guest, uh, someone we've been trying to get on the podcast for a while, but, you know, the universe works in crazy ways and wasn't able to to get us, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Kramer on the on the show soon enough. But, hey, as I always say, it, it, it's happening when it's supposed to happen. So we have Vince Kramer, co-founder of Imagine Miracles, guide, teacher, speaker and author with us. How are you doing today, Vince? I'm doing extremely well. I want to thank you guys for having me on. And yes, timing, timing for the universe uh, always seems to be right where it needs to be. So I, I'm sure tonight is going to be a blast. For sure. I know we're, we're definitely excited about it. Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> for sure. For sure. For sure. So much, so much to get into. But, you know, like you said, the universe, you know, sometimes we as people, ego driven sometimes want to control everything but we just got to let the universe do what it does and this is the right time this is when you're supposed to be on and um i'm excited to talk about a lot because you got a lot going on so <laughs> well some somebody's going to hear this uh, as it comes out because it'll be brand new and they'll say ah it's time for me to wake up so that's that's where we're at right for sure for exactly sure. where we're at you know, first and foremost, what we like to do is have our viewers, listeners actually get to know who Vince Kramer is, like like, like your story. And uh, for everybody listening, uh, all streaming platforms that we're on, you know, if you have if you have an opportunity, check us out on the Casa Flick so you can see the video. You can actually see us in person and whatnot. Um, but Vince, kind of tell us how you got to where you are right now. Um, you know, to this moment to where you're an author, uh, you're a guide, you, you have imagined miracles, like kind of give us that story that got you to where you are now. Well, it, it was a journey, uh, first of all, but it was a journey that was supposed to be. And uh, through, you know, the work that I've learned, the work I've put together, I, I was able to really look at every step of the journey and see why it happened. But it really started when I was five years old, I told my grandmother that I wanted to help people love themselves so they would love each other. Now, that's not something that a five-year-old comes up with. Right. But, um, you know, it, it was something that was so real to me that I, that I shared it, but it didn't take long for me then to be influenced by the men in my life, a lot of them that grew up in the 30s, the 40s, and the 50s, on what it meant to be a man and how to I was supposed to show up in the world. So uh, my grandfather was the most influential RL. He was the, the one that, um, I, I think deep down, I can say this now, but I, I tell you, as a child and in my younger years, mm -hmm. I didn't realize it at all, but I, I think he just wanted the best for me. And he wanted, wanted me to use everything that I had because I think he saw something in me. But the way he treated me, I, I felt unloved, unseen. I, I constantly tried to do whatever I could to make him happy, to give him a reason to, to love me. Yes, so he yes. taught me how to compete. He taught me how to, uh, I had to be number one. Nothing was ever good enough. And uh, I remember one time that uh, I took my grade card home, all A's. That same night that I was there to see him, I, I had an article in the paper from a, a, a sports event that I did so well in. Right. Uh, you know, it was, I was actually in the headline. And, and through all the discussion with him, what I left was with with all the things I could have done better, all the things that I should have done to to be even better than I was. And in a lot of most of my childhood, I, I had this love-hate relationship with him. But what I was taught by him, my father, and, and really influential neighbor uh, worked out for me in my young years living in the society that we live in. I was very successful. I got my master's degree. Uh, I was an officer in the Air Force. I flew airplanes. I flew in combat. Uh, I was a major airline pilot. I uh, director level of Fortune 100 company. 
um, all these successes, but through all the successes, there was always something missing. And, and I never knew what it was that, that was missing. But like we said, the universe has this wonderful timing. And it gave me three major wake-up calls. First wake-up call was 9-11. I lost a good friend that day. Uh, but I also was the captain of, the, of one of those flights one week prior. What? Oh, wow. So I could have, <laughs> if it was 9-4 instead of 9-11, I could have been that smoking hole in Pennsylvania. Oh, and my that was the flight wow. that, that one of my friends died on. But um, Grandpa taught me really well. You know, that can never happen to me. I'm better than that. Blow it off. Just, just go on. Live life. And uh, then the next wake-up call came about a about two years later when United Airlines went bankrupt mm. and I lost 60% of my pay. I downgraded in my position. I lost all my retirement, but, but the big thing that I lost was my belief in loyalty and that people would take care of me if I took care of them. Right. And that was really, really hard for me, but then I had those rules, right? I'm supposed to, make sure that I provide for my family. I'm supposed to have a retirement. When I, when I get to the age I am right now, I should be retired and out hitting golf balls or, or whatever. So <laughs> yeah. what, what I did was I, I just went up, I brushed it off, went out, bought a couple businesses um, to try to build my retirement up. And in the three years that I owned those businesses, what, what happened was, first of all, Dr. Atkins comes in. They were pretzel businesses, hmm. Annie Ann's pretzels. Dr. Atkins comes in, tells us not to eat carbs. Right. I remember that. <laughs> you know what? Everybody listened. Mm -hmm. so, so what yep. happened was I spent three years trying to bring these businesses back up against the, the low-carb craze. And during that time, my wife had an affair and oh, wow. right after I sent the sold the businesses, I learned that she wasn't happy. She no longer wanted to be married. And that was the wake up call that got my attention because it caught me by surprise. I was working sometimes 95 hour weeks and I didn't know what was going on in my life. And and I'm really ashamed to say that because you know, I, I was very responsible and, or just as much responsible for that divorce as my ex-wife was. But what I came away from that was I had to find out all the things that seemed to be missing in my life, even though I was so successful up to that point. And I found a mentor, Jack Canfield, the chicken soup for the soul guy. Oh, okay. And in uh, going through one of Jack's programs and, and being in a very intimate um, mastermind with him over time, what I found what was missing was me. And I started out on a journey to find me. Mm. And unfortunately, what happened was I started to live by a, just a new set of rules. Instead of my grandfather's rules, I started to live by Jack Canfield's rules, actually, yeah, because yeah. I wanted to be like him. I wanted to be on stage. I wanted to be helping people. Right. I wanted to, to share how you can make the most of everything that you, you are in the world. And then another wake up. And this one wasn't one of those bad ones. The wake up was my current wife, Mary. And when she came into my life, and, and that's a long story because I actually had met her 10 years earlier. But when she came back into my life, she started talking spirituality. She started talking about how we're all one. She started talking about the energy of who we are. And um, as a good Catholic boy growing up 12 years in the Catholic school, I, I was challenged yeah. by what she was sharing with me. So, but I had made a promise to myself after the divorce that I would try anything. I would listen to anything to see if it worked for me. If it worked for me, I would take it in. And if it didn't work for me, I would let it go. Well, I really, there was this huge energetic connection. I know you talk about spirit families mm -hmm. on, on the show. There was a huge, huge connection. I knew that Mary and I energetically needed to be together for some reason. Just didn't know what it was. Right. So 
I just started looking at science when she was telling me all the spirituality stuff. I started looking at science trying to say, no, Mary, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> right. Boy, and I got deeper and deeper into quantum physics and I got deeper into the brain and how the brain works and our neural networks work. And it was like, oh my God, she's right. So what I did was this, this new set of rules, I threw them out the window and I just started doing my work around spirituality, learning, growing, experiencing. And in that, and, and some of the things that, and I'm sure we'll probably talk about them later, but some of the things that Mary brought into my life, um, although they felt woo-woo to me, they felt, felt voodoo to me, um, as, as I started bringing them in, I, as I started really digging in and understanding, they started to become part of my life. Mm. And then Mary and I found out why we were to be together, Imagine Miracles, to help people find the reason that they chose to be on this earth before they were born, and then how to live that reason to make the difference they're meant to make. Wow. <clears throat> wow, that's deep, man. That's, that that, is deep. that's an incredible story because all of the, the ups and downs of, you know, starting from childhood from, you know, for you, you, you hit so many points on the, on your journey to get where you are today. And so many things like while, while you were talking, I'm just, I'm just thinking of, you know, first and foremost, when you first talk, started talking about, you know, your dad <clears throat> expectations, like these expectations are put on children, um, that are based off the parents idea of what they want their kids to be not taking into account who the kid's supposed to be and not allowing them to grow into the person they're supposed to be and kind of putting them in in this little box. You know, that's the first thing that popped into my head when, when listening to, to kind of how you were brought up, you know? Um, and it's, to me, that's such a big thing, something that we have to break generationally and allow our children to grow into the, you know, the incredible beacons of light that they're, that they're destined to be, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Uh, but, but one thing for, for the parents, and I, I want to make this known that, you know, parents do the best they can do. Right. They like, want wow. the best for their children. They're constantly trying to, to do what's right for the kids to, uh, unfortunately, we try to keep them from feeling the pains that we felt when we were younger. And those, yes. those pains bring such great gifts and talents to all of us. Right. It, it, it forces us in a lot of ways to, to learn who we are, to develop ways to deal with different situations. And all of those gifts and talents are going to come into effect as we start living what we call your divine intent or your, right. your mission here on earth. So it's really about just educating our parents that parents are really here for safety. We're here to keep our kids safe while they learn their way, while they find their answers. Mm -hmm. but, but the tendency is always to try to make it easier and share our way. But that just means our kids are going to grow up to be who we are mm -hmm. until they realize that what Vince Kramer realized, there's something missing and it was Vince Kramer. Right. Well, that's, right, that's, yeah. right. Another aspect of that is, you know, and, and look, everybody has different timing on their journey. Some people go through their entire life and never realize their purpose or never realize who they are. So there are a lot of parents, a high percentage of parents who don't know who they are. So ultimately, when they have kids, they want to protect them. They want to either live vicariously through them or protect them as opposed to letting them be free, per se. So I completely, yeah, I completely get it. You know, that's why it's just so important that, you know, Imagine Miracles and, 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 and all these different um, like-minded entities that we're all, all, all us light workers are putting out there, get out there and get spread to the masses. So the older generations can finally find themselves and let that trickle down to, to the, to the younger generations. Well, being one of the older generations, uh, you know, one of the, the things that happened for me was those wake up calls and we have all have them along the way. Oh yeah. So, so if we can just help people understand these grandparents, these parents, even if you don't have a, a family in your life, that, these signs that come to us are, are really trying to wake us up. 
they're trying to open us up to all the possibilities that are still there. I, I, anybody who's getting to 50, 60, 70 years old and think, oh, well, now it's time to just enjoy my life. Actually, you've built so many gifts and talents along the way that now's the time to start sharing it because that's where you're going to make the difference in other people's lives. And not saying that in 30, 40, 50, because I believe, and I've proven it to every one of my clients, that you live your purpose all through your life. Mm -hmm. But until you really uncover what your purpose is, it's hard to see you've been living it. Right, 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 right. I can definitely dig that. That's deep, that's deep. Um, you know, another, another point that you made on your journey, um, with your current wife and her kind of being that light for you and seeing things in a completely different perspective. Cause it sounds like, which I think a lot of us have gone through, you know, we get stuck in our right brain, our analytical brain, our analytical mind, and she's bringing a lot of left brain shit, you know, to your, to your life. So you want to, you want to analyze it. You want to kind of make sure it makes sense within the the world that you've been brought up in. It's very similar to, to a, a personal story of mine, like me and my wife. Um, when I first, when I was first dating her, um, I was a staunch Christian, like heavy. And she was not, she was into um, crystals and uh, she studied Wiccan and, you know, she was just into a lot of the esoteric type of uh, type of stuff. And I completely was not. And, and I was so close minded that I gave her an ultimatum. I said, look, you can either come to the Christian side or I don't know where this is going to go. Uh, me being extremely conditioned at the moment, not, you know, being open minded to anything. And it's crazy how the universe works, because while she acquiesced to what I was asking. A few years down the line, I'm the one who ended up coming to her side. And, you know, luckily I'm with someone I know is my, my spirit, my spirit family to where she would actually allow that to happen because a lot of people would not have done that. And, Mm -hmm. and that's why I'm just extremely thankful that, that she was able to come into my life and, and show me that because I don't know where I'd be. I don't know if I'd have this podcast. I don't, but it's okay to not know that because it was supposed to happen like that. You know what I'm saying? It was supposed to go that route. That, that was the lesson I had to learn. You bet. Soul agreements. And what, look at all the amazing things that you bring, understanding where you were closed off, where you weren't willing to accept. I mean, science tells us that everything is real. There, there are no mistakes or coincidences and there are no rights or wrong. There just is everything. And with the experience that you had you, you get to share in a, in a way that a lot of people can't share. And we all need to step into this, this energetic part of us and the, the connection part of us uh, along the way. One thing that I, I want to kind of piggyback on, on what you shared was I, I was definitely very left brain. If you think about it, an airline pilot, yeah. um, you know, <laughs> I, I've got a science degree, uh, it, it, it was all, and, and I was taught to use that left side of me. I, I was taught, you know, if you don't use it, you're going to lose it, buddy. Right. And, and you're going to lose the, the life. Um, but Mary not only brought the creative side in, she, it, it wasn't the brain that she brought in. It was the heart. Mm. Oh, it was the yeah. connection. It was the connection to energy, the connection to understand that, we, as a vibrational stream, she didn't share this with me. I learned it along the way, but as a vibrational stream of energy, we have to understand frequency. We have to understand that there's higher vibration of the energy stream of us. And those higher vibrations are constantly trying to help us grow and expand our energy stream. And that's how God expands. That's how the universe expands through us living our 3D lives and living the energy streams of us. And that's where my eyes were open. The, the fact that there was connection and I could make that connection. Um, I'm, I'm a clear conscious channel now, something that I never would have believed in in, in my life. 
And, and the connection is what's helped me build the programs that we have. Um, looking at and understanding that if I have even a negative thought about someone else, it's affecting my energy just as much as it's affecting someone else's. And to look at how many uh, places that people are against this group of people or that group of people, and in being against them, you're actually being against yourself and the effects that have has on us in having our higher vibration in being able to live while we're here was huge, but boy, it was, it was a rough road for me. I, <laughs> I, I've got piles and piles of science books and, and piles and piles of some of the, the best people in the world's work when it comes to energy, Joe Dispenza, Greg Braden, uh, Bruce Lipton, uh, those guys are all my mentors, Debbie Ford. Uh, they're, they're all my mentors. And, and I've learned so much because of their example, not necessarily their knowledge. Yes. Yeah. A great group of uh, mentors. Yes. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, Joe Dispenza, I mean, Joe Dispenza, that's, that's a huge one for me. Um, cause to me, he's the, for anybody who is left-brained, um, analytical science background, um, to me, he's the perfect blend. He's the perfect blend of, of science with kind of the esoteric, you know what I'm saying? The, the metaphysical and the way he blends it and explains it, um, is, is just amazing, especially when he talks about manifestation and, and, and stuff like that. Um, another one that, that I've read a lot of is Erwin Lazos. I don't know if you've read anything from him, yeah. but you know, his explain, explanation of the Akashic field and the universal field and potentiality. And, um, when we understand the power that we have, um, and how everything is, it, everything has already, I don't want to say everything's been written because that just sounds cliche, but everything that is, is, is everything that will be is, you know what I'm saying? There's, there's. The, the idea of time, we look at linear, linear when it's really cyclical and, and just understanding all those different aspects can completely change how you look at life. Exactly. And it, it takes away the file cabinets of the brain a little bit where mm -hmm. we've, we've learned this, we've learned that, we've learned this, and, and we, we compare what's happening in our lives right now to the past. When you start realizing that, yes, time is cyclical, we, we can actually bend it. We can bring the past and the, and the present together. We can bring the past and the future together. It is huge. And, and that's one of the things that we, we've helped so many people do is once you can go back and look at the circumstances in your life and realize that, okay, I was the co-creator of that circumstance. So what came from that circumstance for me? Not looking at it from what happened to me and believing that we're a victim, but to look at it from a place of what happened for me? What did I create in that for me? And, and now you start uncovering, ah, I developed that gift. Oh, I know that now. Ah, I'm looking at things differently. And all of a sudden, you just bent time. You went back to the past and changed it by the way you look at it now. Wow. That's deep. Oh, wow. That's deep as fuck. <laughs> We're magical. We, we have this magic and we just don't understand that we do. Like you say, we can tap into the Akashic Records. We can tap into divine divine knowledge divine understanding, which is the records. Mm -hmm. and, and yes, I, I truly agree and believe 100%. Before, as an energy stream, before we came to this earth, we made a decision on, on what we were going to accomplish here, the difference we were going to make, and how to expand ourselves as energy in making that difference. So what did we need to do? We needed to tap into those records, right? Right. Who are, the, who are the parents who are going to help me learn the lessons I need to learn? Who are the parents that are going to give me the belief system that will help me co-create all these experiences that even though I might not like them, a lot of them, they're, they're making me so strong and they're giving me all these gifts. 
where do I want to live? Because I, I need I need society's beliefs to help me in that growth and expansion also. So it, it is so powerful to know. And then, and then choosing the time of birth is so important. Mm. And I, and this is this guys, this is stuff I didn't believe in just before I turned 50 <laughs> years old, but, but in the research and everything that I've done, I've, I've uncovered so much to see this and human design. I don't know if you've talked to anybody on the show, that's a human design expert, but human design talks about the energy of the universe at three months before our birth and then at our time of birth and how we're encoded with the energy of the universe during that time to help us live what we call your unique purpose, to help you live your mission. That is so powerful to realize that the universe is conspiring to encode us and encode our DNA with energy in a way that we can truly bring the reason we're here. And then we get to do all the fun stuff on earth, right? Develop our <laughs> earthly personality, our operating system where we deal with people here on earth. And, right. and unfortunately, sometimes, but fortunately, in a lot of ways, develop these sub-personalities to keep us safe along the way which is the fortunate part of it. But then these subpersonalities then want to hold us back when we get further down the road. And that's the unfortunate part of it. Yes. I can definitely dig that. I know I'm taking us deep, but I love you guys. Hey, 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 that's what, that's what we're here for. <laughs> oh, I'm all the way on board with it. True indeed. Yeah, like I mean, you brought up, you know, the 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 human design and whatnot. Um, you know, we've talked we've talked a lot about birth charts and understanding. Um, <clears throat> I, I I look at it like this to keep it in in simple format. Um, it's the blueprint of who we are, right? Mm -hmm. It's the blue. It's the ingredients, right? Chef, it's it's the ingredients of the meal right that that we're supposed to be. And the way I look at it is like that blueprint is our potentiality. Like based on that blueprint, there's a potential of, of what we can ultimately become. Now, once we incarnate into this world, into this 3D world, this material world, there are different factors um, that either deter us in some ways from getting to that potential or take us down a different path or, or, or whatever the case may be. But that potentiality, that blueprint is already there. You know, that's why, you know, getting getting your birth chart read and whatnot, you know, can really, really help you understand who you truly are. Now, oh, I can't do that myself. I, I, <laughs> I'm not to the point where I could read birth charts, but, you know, we do have people on the team that can do that. Um, so highly encourage anybody to, to do that. Exactly. And, and when you when you find your birth chart, don't don't hesitate to take it a little bit further and and, and look into human design because. Mm -hmm. It, it, it really helps you see how you energetically show up in the world. And, and, and that's so important when we understand that. But, but RL, I love what you shared there. Uh, and, and I want to throw a little bit of challenge out to the, the, the minds group here. Yeah, for sure. That um, I really found that there's only one thing that gets in the way, us. We, yeah, get right. our own, we get in our own way. Right, right, our, right. Our, using our, our old belief <laughs> system that, that um, we use to perceive the world around us. Um, e even the people who love us the most, who just want to say, oh, it's okay, don't worry about it. You know, not everybody's a sports star. Not everybody's a, a, a brainiac. And, and through that, what they believe is loving compassion is actually just helping us build these things inside ourselves that we hold ourselves back. So I think it's a, I think it's so important, first of all, that everybody knows beliefs aren't real. They can be changed and they can be changed to ones that empower you. I think the second thing that's important is these voices that we hear in our head they were so important to us because we developed those personalities to protect us at times we didn't think we could, but they can become our friends. It's not about getting rid of the ego. 
Um, you know, I've heard that said, it's said so many times and I want right. people to know you're not going to get rid of those personalities. Mm -hmm. If you try to get rid of them, they're going to fight you to the end. <laughs> so let's make them our friends. Let's change their jobs. Let's get them to help us along the way. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And ultimately understand who's in control. Like right. if you allow the ego to control you, then ultimately that's going to take you down a different path. But if you understand your power to control your ego, balance that ego, because we need ego. We need ego in lots of situations. Oh, yeah. But you got to balance it, you know, because that ego will take over. And all of a sudden, you know, you're on a pad, you know, you're going 90 miles an hour, you know, on a curved road and you don't know what the fuck's going to happen. So, <laughs> right. For sure. And, and then the, uh, ignoring and, the road signs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and then we don't sometimes because that happens so often, we don't know who the real me is. Yeah. A lot, a lot of times the egos step in front and we begin to believe that that ego personality, and that's some of the, the mental illness diseases that we have right now we're seeing. And, and, and there's so much mental illness right now in our world because we need that protection and these personalities are, are willing to, to take over. So um, uh, there's, I, I think if there's one thing I want to share right now for everyone is there's hope. And you're truly here to live who you are. You just need to find the guidance that's yours. And you need to help, you need somebody to help you along the journey that doesn't want to teach you their way. Right. Or or help you see their way, but they take you to find your way. Because you're more amazing than they're ever going to be help you be if you're using their way. Wow. <clears throat> when you were, you were so like talking, you, I'll go ahead, okay. No, no, no. I, okay, I mean, so, I've been talking all so, day, so. <laughs> right, right, right. So, so it's like just completely, completely unlocking who you are as a person and, and like the reason that you're here. Like that's what you're speaking about, right? Yeah, there, there is no doubt that I'm here to help people open their hearts so they can love other people. There is no doubt. I mean, that little five-year-old is so much smarter than I was. And, and I believe we all remember why we're here for a certain amount of time in our lives. And then things happen that, that we forget. But then, Chef, it, it also goes into being able to look back at your life and, and see what happened in your life and, and where you grew from it, where you expanded from it, because all of those things in your life are also part of the reason that you're here. And sometimes it's hard to believe. I mean, I've, I've had some pretty, you know, even just 9-11 was a pretty traumatic thing for all of us, but to be that close, it was very traumatic. But to look back now, I can see the, the lesson for me in that was to start looking at life in different ways and not just follow the programming that I had. Absolutely. <clears throat> and, and that was so important. And we all have these things. Um, I got to a point in my life, and, and I hope that the people that, that Mary and I have worked with get to this point, too, where it's not all bad now when something happens in my life that doesn't make sense and I don't feel real good about it because I know there's something in there for me that's going to help me make a difference in my life, but more importantly, make a difference in, in someone else's life. Uh, Chef, do you mind if I share a really interesting story? It's kind of a long Absolutely. one, but, but it's, it's an okay. interesting okay. story about how gifts come about. So, um, and because of, of, of your show, I'm, I'm going to be right out there with it because you guys, you guys bring this to the world and, and I love it. So, um, Mary and I met 10 years prior to us kind of getting together to be friends. We were both married, um, and, uh, a good Catholic boy and everything. So, um, what happened when we first met was I saw her and there was this energetic connection that I just could not explain. 
I didn't want to be away from this lady. It wasn't physical. It wasn't mental. It wasn't, it wasn't anything. It was this energetic connection that I didn't be, didn't want to be away from her. And I didn't understand it. And it scared me. So what did I do? Made sure I stayed away from her. (laughs) Of course. Because we were both married. I was very happily married. Um, I think she was happily married at the time. And and I just made this decision. I've got to stay away from this lady. So I did everything in my power to stay away. Fast forward 10 years. And, you know, I had my third wake up call. My wife told me she wanted a divorce. I was devastated. I didn't understand. Um, I would have done anything to keep our marriage together. And it just got a little worse, a little worse. And we decided, okay, we're going to have, we're going to get a divorce. Then what happened was I told my wife at the time, I will, I will give you the divorce. I will, I will agree to the divorce. I don't want to sound like I was in control of getting a divorce or not. I agreed to the divorce, but we need to go to our friends and tell them what's happening. So we went to all our friends and one of my best friends called me the next day after we talked to him and his wife and he asked me how I was doing. And I said, you know, I'm not doing well at all. I'm a mess. I I don't know what to do. I don't know how to pick myself up from this. And he said, I just talked to Mary the other day, my current wife, just talked to her the other day and she's getting divorced too. Mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> maybe the, maybe oh, wow. the two of you should get together and she can help you understand. Mm-hmm. So what came of that was an 18-month friendship. Mm-hmm. We got together as drinking buddies once a, once a month and we just talked. I, you know, I shared what, what I was feeling. She shared what she was feeling. She tried to help me understand. And, and along the way, Um, believe it or not, the exact same month, we both had our divorce final. Oh, so that's, that's uh, about mm, 10 months into our 18 months. Well, I thought, you know, it's a good time to ask her out. So I ask her out. She's got somebody else in her life. Mm. So we go along a little while later and she said, you know, maybe we should go out and I've got somebody else in my life. And that, oh. happened, that happened along the way for a while, you know, yeah. just, just kind of having the dance, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, one day, one night, we, we actually had some time to spend together. We had that connection and it's like, okay, maybe, maybe we're going to get together. And, and I was feeling good about that. She was feeling good about that. And I get a phone call. Uh, a couple of weeks after that, and she said, I'm up in Aspen, and I'm up here with my business partner and my son. Um, why don't you come up and join us? And I said, you know, I, I would love to come and join you. And actually, I kind of knew in my back in back of my mind, if I don't go up there, I'm, I'm ruining my last opportunity. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But I had this big event coming up. The very next day, I had to fly to Vancouver. I was going to be in Vancouver for five days. And then this event was five days, six o'clock in the morning to midnight, just answering the question, sitting in front of another person. There's like 200 people there and you just move from person to person to person. Answering the question, tell me who you are. That's the only question that you had for those five days. Wow. Yeah, exactly. It was yeah. it was it was a mind blower. But to to get back to the story, which is more of a mind blower, I went to Aspen. We had a few margaritas. What happens in Aspen stays in Aspen. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but during but during that night, Mary said to me, we, we were actually laying in bed and she said to me, I see this woman standing next to you and she described the woman. She described what the woman was wearing. And I said, Oh my God, that's my grandmother. Well, my grandmother died when I was 17. Right. So it was like, Oh man, what's going on here? And then she said, and I want to tell you, I see someone else. And she tells me about this little blonde girl, little 
three-year-old, four-year-old blonde girl wearing a blue dress, told me exactly what she was wearing, what kind of shoes she's had on, all these things. And I, I said, you know, who's this little blonde girl? She said, I don't know, but you know, she described that. Well, I got to get up at four o'clock in the morning, fly. We end up going to sleep like two o'clock at night mm. and boom. So I'm flying to Vancouver for this event. And, you know, I'm thinking about it. I couldn't sleep trying to figure out what's this little blonde girl. Why did my grandmother show up? What does that mean? Am I crazy? Is she really too spiritual for me? <laughs> all, you know, all these things going through my head. So in the next five days, to really try to shorten the story here, in the next five days, at least five times, somebody said to me, do you know there's a little blonde girl standing next to you? Or do you know there's a little blonde girl energy sitting on your lap? Wow. And, and we weren't supposed to talk other than that question, but I said, tell me what she's wearing. And they described it all. Wow. That's and it was like, yeah, holy shit. You better, <laughs> you better start paying attention. There's something yes. here. So wow. I, I don't know if you guys have, have experienced an event like that, but at the end of them, they have a period where they shut your heart back down. So you don't go back out into the world wide open and, right, and get, right, right, right. get attacked by all this energy that's out there. Well, uh, stupid Vince, I, I didn't go. I got an airplane and headed back. I, I didn't, I didn't want to close my heart first yeah. of all. And I wanted to know about this little blonde girl. So when I got back, I got Mary to come over. She explained about the little blonde girl. That's, that's another story because I, I really want to talk about um, our spirit family and why they come in and what they open us up to. And that's what this story is all about. For sure. Mary told me she learned about this little blonde girl from a channeling. Now, I don't know about you, RL, and Chef, I don't know about you for sure, but I know as a Christian, RL, channeling was whoa. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. All, all right. the shit we talk about is a whoa. <laughs> yeah. I, I would have shut this podcast off about five minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. And, you know, and, and we, were, we were at that space where, well, yeah, channeling, is that a crystal ball? Is that somebody who's going to read my hand? Right, right. You know, right. What's it all about? Because, you know, that's great. And, and I understand that people can read energy now. But at the time, it was like, what the hell? Mm. So, but what did I tell you earlier? I decided, well, okay, I'll try anything. So right. she tells me I learned in a channeling. She says, okay, I want a channeling. She said, are you sure? And I said, yeah, I want a channeling. So she set it up for me. I, I go to this channeling and there's a lot of, lot of weird things and strange things happening, but the channel was absolutely amazing. And, and all through the first part of the channeling, you know, when Archangel Michael came in and started telling me about my childhood and why I had the childhood I had and what was supposed to happen because of that childhood and how I was supposed to show up in the world, you know, I, I was able to look at Mary and look at the situation we're in and say, Oh, Mary told her something. So that's where it came from. The gotcha. channel's just regurgitating something that Mary told her, whatever. And, and, and then uh, Archangel Michael said to me, uh, there's someone else here that wants to talk to you. Are you willing to talk to someone else? And well, you know, I'm there, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Let's, right. let's go. So I watched this lady kind of change her posture. I, I watched her facial features kind of change some. And in and all that changing that she did, I thought, oh man, this woman's a great actor. Justify. <laughs> justify. Right. Justify. Yeah. And, and then this energy starts talking and he introduces himself as Archangel Raphael. So Raphael, the, the archangel of healing. And so he starts sharing, uh, young man, you're here to open hearts. And in opening hearts, the most important thing that you can do is start right now by opening yours. Because you're not going to open anyone's heart until you open yours. Mm -hmm. And he said, and I'm going to help you. And I'm going to do it with red-haired, blue-eyed people. So exactly. That's what I went. Hmm. Hmm. And, and I started thinking, okay, well, Mary knows that her oldest son has red hair, blue eyes. Mary knows that three or four people have come into my life just in the last few months that are red haired, blue eyed. So once again, I justified. Right. And then Raphael said to me, 
As an example, do you remember last week when you were in Walmart and you were walking through the store and a child stood up in a stroller and watched you and wouldn't take his eyes off you. And he watched you so intently that he fell out of his stroller and his mother caught him before he hit the ground. That little boy had red hair and blue eyes. Oh, wow. And I went, oh, my God, I have got to pay attention because Mary didn't know about it. Right. The lady didn't know about it. The only one that knew about it was that little boy, his mom and me. And it was like, holy shit, this channeling stuff is real. Right. And I better pay attention. And I did intently for another hour or so. When the channeling was over, I had a golf shirt on you guys. When the channeling was over and it was cool in that room, you could have taken my shirt and went like this <laughs> and got a pail, pail of water. Yep. The energy was so high. Yes. But the channeling was ended with, we are here to give you information and we're going to show up to you at night to give you this information. So when you wake up and you hear a voice, we want you to close your eyes again, look up. And if it's blue, it's Archangel Michael. If it's green, it's Archangel Raphael. And then there was a red color and a yellow color. And it happened. It started right away. I started getting woken up in the middle of the night with all this information, a book to read, uh, a mentor to get. Um, information that nobody was talking about. So I started taking all that information down and, and, and I didn't know it at the time, but it was all going to show up and imagine miracles in our programs. Right. Yep. So fast forward again, two years. And I, and I know I'm telling a long story here. So I, no, it's fascinating, man. It's fascinating. Absolutely. So, so we fast forward a couple of years now and Mary starts saying to me, Vince, you're a airline pilot. You can't wake up at two o'clock at night and be awake the rest of the night getting this information. You're, you're not safe. You go out there flying airplanes, you're not safe. And, and it, it's not true because I was safe. Every flight I got on, I was safe. I know I was. But she had a point that I couldn't be waking up at those hours of the night. Right. So she started saying, you know, well, maybe you can let the information come through. And I can get the information during the day. So now you're not losing sleep time. So really what she was trying to do is get me to channel. Yeah. And I just didn't feel comfortable. It was like, first of all, who am I to let these higher frequencies come through? And then shortly following that was, and what would everybody think? Mm -hmm. And for, for a while, I, I just... I couldn't agree. So about a year later, I finally said, okay, I will try. And that was the first time I channeled. Now, lucky for me, Mary and I are both certified hypnotists. Um, I, I learned very early in my life how to put myself in a meditative, self-hypnotized space. Mm -hmm. So I was, I was able to get out of the way and, and let the energies come in. And it was tough. I coughed, hacked, <laughs> wheezed, could hardly talk. But, you know, they started to come in and it relieved me from being awake at night. So we channeled often after that, after I felt comfortable doing it to bring in the information. But I didn't feel comfortable channeling for anyone else because I thought, well, what would people think? Yeah. You know, how would it show up? Uh, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is your Captain Vince Kramer. I want to welcome you <laughs> aboard. And, and oh, by the way, I talked to Archangel Michael. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. So, so I, it, it took me a couple <laughs> years. And then I had this really great coach. And we were sitting in a group. We were being group coached. There was like six or eight of us. And, and I knew she was talking to me personally but she asked the whole group where are you not showing up authentically where where are you not letting the full you out where are you not sharing your gifts and that's when i started channeling for other people mm. nice that's whoo that's a lot man that's um that is heavy. heavy yeah <laughs> exactly heavy exactly but you know, such, you know the exciting thing testament, man 
You know, the exciting thing, though, and, and we do it in one of our programs, we all have connection to that guidance. We right. all can open the records. Mm-hmm. We all can hear or see evidence or get promptings given to us from the higher vibrations of who we are. And it's so my, my goal that I get to a point where nobody has to come and listen to me as a channel or ask questions of the energies, they call themselves the round table, right. to, to, to listen to those energies and ask questions through me because they do it themselves. Like one of our, I mean, part of our mission statement with the Kasha Flicks is we want to help you understand your power. You know what I mean? Like understand like the power that you have and, and through having people like you on uh, telling your story and how you uncovered your power and, and, and other, you know, individuals that we've had on and other individuals that we work with, you know, that's, that's our hope is that, that people out there realize these things and they're able to tap into it. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, yeah. Amazing stuff. Um, tell us about, let's <clears throat> tell us about imagine, imagine miracles. Like, like tell us, Everything you guys offer, kind of, kind of what the the process is to get started and, and all that good stuff. Oh yeah, you bet. So uh, when we're talking about Imagine Miracles, uh, like I said, it, it, it's all come together from the information that's come in from from the roundtable. It's come, uh, information that that I've learned and researched, information that we pulled out of the records, if you will. Um, all these great mentors that that I've had because it's it's their gifts and talents too that help me share my gifts and talents. So when we put the programs together, um, for for us to live at the highest vibrations, I mean the highest vibrations, we we have to live that reason that we came in, the blueprint, just like you guys said, the blueprint. But can we take the blueprint then from the higher vibrations and bring that blueprint into something that we can understand and use? So uh, what I've learned is that there's really three steps to the process and they're cyclical, not linear. So we have to discover our unique purpose and the three parts of it. It's not just our why. It's understanding the the who, what, and why of ourselves is all the reason that we're here. So we have to discover. And then once we discover, how can we create that life? How can we start living it? And then we need to live it. And that's a process too. So we have what we call uh, the Miracle Life Method. So MiracleLifeMethod.com is one of our websites. Okay. The Miracle Life Method are those three parts. So what, what we do in our first program, which we call Take a Quantum Leap, we help people, first of all, learn how to tap into that guidance. Nice. To get answers in a way that you can actually hear them or actually see them in front of you. And in a lot of cases, go back and read the answers that came in through you that you channeled in so you can use those answers to help you. And, and we help them find the answers to answer five questions. Who am I? Which uncovers the true energy of you. You know, the energy when you walk in the room and you're just, when, you, when your heart's even open just a little bit, that energy is, is filling the room and people feel it. So if you can learn what people are feeling and understand your essence, that, that opens the door. Uh, The second question, what do I have to offer? That's uncovering all those gifts and talents and and really uncovering the gift of you. So we all have a process that we developed and we use it in every part of our lives. And we have all these gifts and talents. Well, they're there for a reason. So when people have an awakening, they think, oh, I got to be a coach or I got to do this or I got to do that. Really, what you got to do is find out how you can best bring your gifts and talents to the world by your process. And then that's the next step for you. So we call that your gift, not just the gift that you've been given by the universe, God, whatever you guys uh, want to call it, anybody that's listening to us, whatever you want to call it, we're given this gift. We're given the circumstances to help us deliver our gifts and talents. We were given the opportunity to choose our parents. <laughs> so then now you know you're who, you're what. Now it's time to find the why. We call your divine intent. 
Okay. And we call it your divine intent is because it's the purpose you bring into the world. It's divine. That's finding out why I'm here. And it's not, well, I'm really enjoying myself because I, I'm here to coach and help people see who they are. It's more getting, it's drilling down to the exact reason. So the, the coach that I'm talking about is that, that I shared that she thought her why was to coach to help people feel good. But what she learned was she's here to meld minds and hearts. Mm. <clears throat> and now everything starts to make sense on why right. she developed the gifts and talents along the way. And then the last two questions that we help them answer and take a quantum leap. And this is the five steps are your unique purpose formula. It's, it's trademarked. Right. The last two questions is where. So where am I right now? Because you have to have an origin to get on the journey to the destination. So where am I? That's the, that's the question. And then how? How do I live this purpose now that I know it? Who, who are the people that I need to surround myself with? How do I find my spirit family? Beautiful. How do I keep developing and growing along the way? So that's, that's the discover part, uh, Chef and RL. And then we move into the create part. Believe it or not, I created something called the create model. And it's really using science and spirituality to learn how to create. Very Joe Dispenza-like. Yeah, how do yeah. you use your thoughts and feelings to create? How do you put your body in the vibration to talk to the universe and the universe's language? Mm -hmm. But then just as important, how do we bring that back and live in the 3D world? Yes. How do we, how do we change our beliefs to support that? How do we recognize where the, the egos are getting involved? How do we reframe those? How do we change them to empower us? How do we embrace who we are and love that? How do we embrace, you know, the, the interesting thing is everybody wants to have a divine intent, a mission, a purpose like Mother Teresa or Gandhi or, you know, something really big. Right. But I helped a, a lady uncover her why, her divine intent. And what she realized was her divine intent was to support people to find a safe space to be who they are. Yeah. And she felt bad about it. And we started talking and I coached her around it um, to talk about it. And, and what she finally realized was her purpose was so big that she was going to help other people live big purposes. Yeah, I love that. Yes. And without her, they weren't going to be able to live their purpose. Yes. Oh, my God. Right. That's wow. that. That reminds me like there's there's a few different few different um, things that come to mind when, when you bring up that specific example. First one is, believe it or not, Tupac. Like Tupac, you know, he, he said, you know, in his, in his short life on this planet, you know, he was very deep and, and, and um, uh, very um, strong in his beliefs about change. And one of the things, you know, one of the, his famous, famous quotes is, you know, I'm not going to change the world, but I guarantee I'm going to spark the mind that will, Right. And that's kind of the same type of theory that you're talking about, because I think the world, um, the material world, the the ego driven world makes us look for this validation. Like if we don't have a certain number of followers or we don't have make a certain amount of money, then ultimately we're not successful in our purpose. When what you said is exactly what it's about. It might be your purpose to set up, you know a bigger purpose down the line, another generation down the line. It doesn't matter. The point is, is that like we try to take control, another ego thing that, you know, we need to control. We try to take control of what, what the plan is from, from our perspective, but we don't know the ramifications of what we're doing. Like we learn that throughout this podcast, we've went through our own journey through this podcast. We're three mm -hmm. years in on this podcast and our, our, purpose our journey is completely different than when we first started because it started to uncover itself and as we learned ourselves more and more and more we start to realize what this is truly about it's not about being joe rogan on spotify 
you know, if right. that ends up being the ultimate end goal, okay, that's fine. I hope so. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I that, hope you guys get there. I yeah, yeah. But that, but that, you know, at Thank the you. end of the day, it's about what we're providing, the light that we're providing for people. And regardless of what the numbers show, what the comparisons are, all that validation bullshit does not matter. It's about the energy we're putting out in the world. And I'll say it, you know, you've written a book, um, which I congratulate you on. And I congrat anyone who writes a book. I just yeah. I have so much admiration for because that's written history. Nothing could change right that. That is always going right to be on. there. Just mm -hmm. like and, and, and same thing with with a podcast. You know, it's 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 history. Like it's going to be there as long as people have access to the internet, <laughs> it's going to be there. You know what I'm saying? As long as people have access to books and they don't all get burned, which I wouldn't put it past, you know, anything within society, but your books is going to stand for, for time, for the test of time. And, and really, if we go back to what we were talking about before, all that information's out there now. The divine knowledge is out there. It, it's out there in the universe. So we're going to get to a place where we don't need the physical book. Right. We're, exactly. we're going to get to a place. You know, we might not see it in our lifetimes, but we might see it in another lifetime if we choose to come back as an energy stream. Right. But that information is going to be able to be grabbed a hold of mm -hmm. and brought along the way. And I want to go back to share that, you know, there's there's some people on this earth, mothers and fathers, that their divine intent, their reason for here to be here is their child. Yeah, because yeah. that child's going to bring something big. That child's going to be the spark. So, um, I you know, I don't want anybody to think and I really want you to look at your life and understand there is a divine intent there for you. And once you uncover it, it, it is so powerful and so important. Yes. It is. And then step three is to live. And that's all about understanding energy and how to best use energy. I call it quantum thought. Quantum thought. Okay. Love it, man. Fascinating stuff, man. Um, so uh, what's, what's the, is it imaginemiracles.com? What's, what's the website? How can everybody reach you? Uh, also, we didn't even get to talk about your book, but uh, in fact, for, for real quick, kind of give us a, a quick synopsis of, of your book and where they can find it. So, so what you're talking about right now is Mastering the Art of Success, and that's a book that I wrote with Jack Canfield and several other authors, and, and my chapter in there is How to Create Your Miracle Life, Beautiful. and it's a lot about what we've talked about, but I, I do want to share, uh, it's going to be released in June, we're working on right now a memoir. It still doesn't even have a working title, but it's it's all written. We're ready to go to edit. Nice. And that's going to be the memoir of this journey that I shared to, oh, tonight. Wow. And wow. in, in the memoir, uh, we share the different pieces of what we teach throughout the, the Imagine Miracles materials in there. So that's going to be out in June. So I'll get that information to you guys. Yes. And maybe you can put it out to the audience. Always, for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But to but to get to to know more about Imagine Miracles, uh, MiracleLifeMethod.com, ImagineMiracles.com. There's information there on how to get your own personal channeling. Uh, we offer a channeling every month for free for people who are interested in coming. Uh, definitely, Imagine uh, Imagine Miracles on Facebook is is huge. I have the Miracle You podcast. Nice. So you can find that on, on all platforms. Uh, so there's there's so many opportunities and we would love for the audience to to come and and meet the round table. They call themselves a the round table because they wanted us to know that they were equal to us. And they also um, that what's different when I channel, if if I had a channeling for you, RL and you, Chef, together. It's not my guides that come in. It's your guys that yep. come in. Oh, wow. And the, the other interesting thing about it during the channelings is your higher self will come in. So that non-physical part of you that's at a higher vibration mm -hmm. from time to time comes in and talks to you, which is, which is huge. So that's available month, monthly also, a free channeling. And then nice. I, I do personal channelings also. 
Wow. Uh, and, and we'll have, I, I definitely we have all the one. link, all the links in the description um, of this podcast as well. So everybody can have the opportunity to, to reach out because I know they're going to be very interested in, in your program and what you do. Go ahead. Go ahead, chef. I was just saying, I definitely want a, um, a channeling. So chef, uh, all you have to do is go to imaginemiracles.com forward slash channeling. Beautiful. And there's an opportunity for you to request one. Yeah, sure. Hey, we'll we'll both do it, and then we'll we'll do a podcast talking about it. You know, the experience yeah. and whatnot. I don't think that's that, that'd, that'd be, be real dope. That'd be dope. Awesome. Well, Vince, man, we can't we can't thank you enough. For, I'm so glad that we finally had the opportunity to do this. Um, your journey, and not just your journey, but what you're what you're doing, your purpose. Uh, I can't thank you enough. You know, because you're changing lives, man. You're changing lives. You're changing perspective. Uh, you're changing so much, and and we appreciate that wholeheartedly. Definitely, yes. Oh, thank you Definitely. so much. And if you guys ever, if you guys ever want somebody to just come back and 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 be a, a, a guest that that just talks back and forth amongst you guys and everything, yeah, I, I would oh, love yeah. to be there. And yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I'm going to have both of you on my podcast, too. Oh, yeah, yeah that'd be hey, fantastic. I'd be honored. Maybe we can come out to uh, Aspen and have a uh, Colorado podcast. Springs, Colorado Springs. Oh, Colorado <laughs> Springs. Yeah. Well, I'll I tell you what, Chef, you can come here and then we'll all go to Aspen. OK. And okay. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to come to Colorado so bad. I have, I've never been. So I want well, you're really welcome. You're welcome. And we have a bedroom here. Oh man, I appreciate ah, that. Thank you. Thank That's you so beautiful. very much. Thank That's you. beautiful. Uh, everybody out there who's listening uh, to the podcast, make sure you check out Akasha Flicks. That's www.akashaflicks.com so you can see the video version as well as other exclusive content, including Chef Definition Show, Definition of Flavor, where he teaches you how to cook consciously. And uh, we also have our lounge show where we have in-studio guests and an array of other content, including psychic re uh, weekly readings, energy healing. Um, we have our master classes on syncretism, which connects all different religions, philosophies and astrology in, in, into one science, basically. Um, so make sure you be out on the lookout for that. And check the description. Use the uh, promo code Minds Like Minds. You get one month free or you can use the promo code healing and get the annual subscription for 50% off. That's $49.99 for an entire year of exclusive content. We have new content every single week. So we're here to elevate, educate and enlighten the mind, body and soul. But uh, thank you, Vince. We're out of here. Chef, what you got to say to the people? Hey, man. Um, thank you for checking us out. Thank you for supporting. Thank you to everyone who supports us, man. That's it. Peace. Peace, love, and happiness. All right, Vince. Thank you. Thank you so very much, Vince. You're welcome.